to The Drummer and the Great Mountain, a podcast where we share effective tips and practices for working with adult ADD, ADHD in a natural, effective way without the use of medications. Each episode, join me, your host, Batman Saram, along with the author of The Drummer and the Great Mountain, Michael Joseph Ferguson. Join Michael and myself in an interactive discussion of sharing our stories as we journey together in transforming what can be the gift of being what we call hunter types. This podcast is intended to be your audio companion to the book written by Michael, who joins me each episode where we both will strive to foster dialogue, give you our personal insights, and share both of our experiences on this similar path that we are all on. Our intention and hope is that along with the book, this podcast gives you an additional perspective as you listen to us delve deeper into each chapter of the book to give you even more tools to go along with what it is that you are reading. Visit us at drummerandthegreatmountain.com to purchase the book and look for more tools, tips, and updates, as well as giving us feedback on this podcast. Join our growing global community of creative types, entrepreneurs, and out-of-the-box thinkers on our shared journey. Welcome to the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast. Welcome to podcast number 22 of The Drummer in the Great Mountain, an audio guide to the guidebook to transforming adult ADD, ADHD by Michael Joseph Ferguson. And welcome once again, my friends, people in the hunter type community, those who have been listening to us from podcast number one, those of you maybe just joining us along the way. Um, doesn't matter when you joined us. The fact that you're here is fantastic. We know the community is growing via this podcast, and we're grateful for it. And um, have a short and sweet uh, podcast for you today. We want to keep it kind of on the shorter side of what we normally do, only because it is holiday time. And last week we started um, a theme, if you will, of of working your way through the holidays as a hunter type, and we and it was a really really fun and and great podcast to to do with Michael. Um and today we wanted to kind of keep that spirit going, but just kind of keep it keep it short in the sense of we're all busy. We we we're not going to change the fact that the holiday time is is just a crazy time. It doesn't matter what you celebrate. We know it's family times, it's it's vacations, there's stressors. Um and so today we want to talk about prepping for the new year. You know, this podcast has always been about encouraging self-reflection. And as we approach the new year, using that theme of quote unquote, new year's resolution, we wanted to kind of do it in a, in a hunter type community way via this podcast. Um, if you recall, for those of you who've been along with us for the ride or have now at this point caught up on the chapters of the book, which we talk about via the podcast, the whole process is a foundation amongst many foundations. 
um, in this transformational process has been about self-reflection. If you go back to the um, the chapter and podcast we covered on um, your spirituality and, and the journey of that, meditation was a big point that we made and it's made in the book and we made it in the podcast. Amongst its other benefits, what was the one of the main things that the goal of meditation is it's about self-reflection not about self-judgment mind you about self-reflection the acceptance of your wiring and that's how we've always termed it on this podcast the wiring of being a hunter type the courage and self-realization of the benefits of being our wiring and the transformational process is the things we'd like to improve because of the way we've wired. So we've always been about that. So let's use this new year to really, really kick it through. So when the new year starts and the vacations are over and we're all back to work and our families are gone, we really kick off the new year right. And that's what today's podcast is about. Remember something we've always talked about, that you contribute most to the world by finding and pursuing your bliss and talents. The world needs you. If you remember back to the chapters on working your um, working on your life visioning, a lot of us hunter types, and this is what Michael talks about a lot, tend to be, there's always exceptions, but we do tend to be in the community, free spirits, artists, musicians, creative spirits overall, exactly like Michael and myself. We're, we're musicians at our heart. We're artists. Michael paints. Uh, I attempt to paint stick figures. It, it happens sometimes. <laughs> the idea of the transformed hunter type is to set yourself up to pursue what you are at your core. The foundation of your artistic, creative spirit needs to be released as to what you do in, in, in contributing to the world. So give your permission to focus on what you love. If you don't identify yourself as an artist or a creative type, it just means you haven't spent enough time uncovering it. Through dialing in a healthy routine, you'll have the energy and the inspiration to do so. So today's podcast, in summary, inspiration for kicking off the new year right, um, living off a theme of don't, not just existing, not just waking up and being, but existing and living vibrantly, being alive. Aliveness has power to create wondrous things in the world. So think of today as what you want to walk away from this podcast is in this next year, 2016, how can I feel more alive? And with that in, in mind, we'll bring along, as I always do, my very good friend, my dear friend, Michael, good morning to you as always. Good morning. What keeps, so so we're talking about this, we know what the goal is to walk away from, from what we're trying to do today, but can you just give us your reflection, your research in your own life? What is it that keeps hunter types from achieving all we can it almost seems we've talked about this before, but a lot of hunter types are known to their friends and family as almost as being underachievers, but there's a reason for that. So get us into that. So we know then how to pull out of that. Yeah. Well, I I'd say the one, the, the first piece is to, to also note that some of the most successful celebrated people in history are hunter types. So this, this tendency towards mastering, and, uh, you know, in focusing on something that hyper focus is what has made so many of, you know, the great artists, great athletes. So it's important to identify ourselves with those people and not uh, just the if you have found yourself in a place where you've been 
a square peg in a round hole, like where you're expected to do things or expected to live a life that's really not for your wiring. So I think it's really important to recognize that just going into it is that the capacity for people wired the way we're wired is tremendous. You know, what you can achieve, what you can do with your life. So, um, oftentimes I'd say that, you know, the biggest challenges are one, if you haven't been, uh, if you haven't been focusing on your health in terms of exercise and diet and what you're putting into your body has a huge, huge impact on your energy level, your ability to focus and your ability to build up that momentum in your life to make the changes you want to make. It's like building up escape velocity. You need to be able to get enough energy and focus towards what you want to be doing to move yourself out of a place. So if you're listening to this podcast, chances are, you're there's something there's some frustration in your life otherwise you would be a hunter type that would just be out in the world doing what you want to be doing and everything's fine and there's lots of people that are like that that are wired exactly the same way you are and have the same challenges but they've been able to adapt and either consciously or unconsciously deal with them but if you're listening to this podcast chances are you've gotten to a place where you're frustrated you're, you're having challenges with with focus and you're in, you know, relationships and work and things like that. So part of it is if you're in that space, one is to realize that you can shift it and that part of that starts with health. It, it always starts with health and wellness, A. And then B is also looking at some of your limiting belief systems that you that have been placed upon you by other people that aren't wired the way you're wired. And so specifically, you know, what are you supposed to be doing with your life? How are you supposed to be? What kind of routines are you supposed to have? How are you supposed to be showing up for people? Uh, these are things that need to be, especially going into the new year, examined and perhaps shifted. And I want to start with that label of having what we, how we are wired as being a disorder. This is something we mm -hmm. go over, over and over and again. It's not a disorder. You're a neurological type. This is how we're wired, and, and you have the capacity for greatness inside you, provided you take care of your health and you start to to cultivate those places in your life that that are uniquely you, that can then be used as gifts to others. I mean, that's how it, what it boils down to is: if you're an artist, you're an athlete, if you're a um, entrepreneur it's at the end of the day you're being of service through your gifts for other people that and that's how you make money that's the key to 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 wealth and so these are the things that going into the new year if you place these in the forefront focusing on your health and wellness and focusing on your gifts and what you want to be doing with your life you're going to see major changes in a short period of time you know, the one thing I wanted to point out, because we had some funny moments on the podcast last week, just imagining some family times where you're, I think yes. I brought up hanging out with Cousin X, who you could never stand anyways, <laughs> right, and you're right. just forced to in this holiday situation. One thing you mentioned that, that I, I, and I definitely have experienced this personally, but I, I had to express it, which is, I found it really funny what you said about those that... um are not of this type judging yeah. you and making you feel certain ways and certain things. Um, the funny part that I've noticed um, about that is that those who are not of this wiring, who are telling you uh, how you should live your life or how you should be, yada, 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 
it doesn't mean that they have their act together either. That's the yeah. th- that's the other thing to keep in mind. We're all we're all human. Sorry for yes. the cliche, but I, I can't think of any other word. That's yeah. the other thing to be careful about too. So if you're on the beginning of this journey, right? I feel like yeah. like there's seven steps to anything. I feel like part of the hunter type journey is first one of those first steps besides realizing that this is how you're wired this is who you are oh i'm i'm this is how i am i'm going to look into how to transform it and and be the best i can with it part yeah. of it also is realizing what things haven't worked up to now and one of those things yeah. that that didn't work for me that i threw away was putting so much weight when people that are not of this wiring what what they yeah. say and 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 the way i would make myself kind of detach from that so that I wouldn't feel any angst from it is I'm sorry you don't seem to it doesn't seem like things are that great for you either and I've noticed some shortcomings you have in your own life you're in a job that you're not all that happy about but you're telling me I should stay with the day job that I'm miserable with so yeah you know just I guess long story short I blabber as always is take everything with a grain of salt it's about you remember remember this is about you it's not about anyone else and now that you're here and, and listening to the podcast and you've got this book, um, yeah. those things really shouldn't matter. They just should. That's it. That's that's perfectly put. And, and pick those pe- pick out those role models for you. And I don't care how old you are. You've got to have people that you can emulate that call you to to that that you can relate with that you sense that you are wired similarly that they to them. To, to emulate. I mean, so that it's important for you to have good role models that you feel like you can relate with versus um, if you find yourself going into this new year and the majority of our life is based on obligation. And, you know, when you have a family, you have to provide for your family and all those are extremely important. And some of the best gifts that you can give to your family and your kids, if that's you, is taking time to pursue those things that you love because you'll get excited. You'll feel good about it. You're going to be happier. They'll be happier. And it's, it's this thing. So you want to, if you want to give a better life for your family, part of that means that you pursue those things that you most care about because you want that for your children. I, I would guess you don't want to just pass on obligation to the next generation because you don't have to. And so I'll give you a perspective. I was thinking about this this week that when I was, uh, so I've made my living for the most, both to the last maybe eight or nine years I've been doing coaching, but primarily I've made my living as an artist doing, uh, starting out in 3d animation and then went on to doing graphic design and now, you know, web development and media development and music production. All those things actually came out of learning how to use a computer when I was like 10, I think I got my first computer at 10 and it kind of just occurred to me cause I was looking for a new computer and I thought I make my entire living for since like 19, 20 years old on something that costs like five, $600. Like that was the hmm. investment self-taught all the way through the line and watch so many people who've made shifts in their life, even at like 40 or 50 years old with like a computer and that's it, you know, and whatever you're doing, I mean, just the basic tools necessary to learn what you need to learn. And it, when you understand that you can make money in multiple ways, so I, I always harp on this. Like if you know you can make money outside of a nine to five job, it creates a certain level of self-confidence. Even if you stay with it, even if like yeah, I have a family, I've got to do that. At least you have 
the ability that you know you can do other things is that's extremely powerful. And so I, I just want to encourage you going into the new year to start thinking about how can I open up if, if this is an issue for you, how can I open up other means of earning a living, doing what I love, even if it's just a fraction of what you need to make right now, at least have like, so if you're going to pursue something that is work related or pursuing something that's your passion early on, start to think about how do I make a living doing this if I wanted to. And, and just that thought, it, and, and it doesn't have to taint the, the experience of it. It can be helpful and then starting to move because you need that in order to start shifting your life towards those things that you really want. They do need to been, provide you back enough income so that you can continue doing Not always. I mean, you could have your, your side music gig and that's going to be perfect. But for many of you, it's important to maybe think a little bit further down the line if you want to have a life where you're doing more of the things that you want to be doing. And part and a big part of that's going to be the finances. But I think also as hunter types, we tend to um, not operate that well or be used to operating in gray. We tend to operate in black and white. It's part of our wiring. Um, right. It's part of our right. wiring to sprint and be really good at something short for focused, but not be when we're untransformed yes. be good in, in the long run with that in mind in relation to what you said that's why there's nothing wrong with something i've learned over the last couple of years i so you told a little bit of your story long story short for me i went into the workforce right out of college did that for a few years six-figure salary job dropped it at 30 years old to sign with a record label and be a full-time musician because my theory was no regrets in life um, but that was very hunter type of me. I dropped one thing fully and went fully into another. Yeah. No regrets. It was great. That yeah. didn't last. Then I went and worked for myself in the back in the computer industry, having my own business for seven years. That kind of ran its course. I'm I'm now currently back at a desk job, a corporate job, and I'm grateful because it's it's paying, providing for the family that I always dreamed of having. So there's nothing wrong with that. But what I have found, just like you, is in addition to the day job, I'm working on three other things that keep me yeah. in the music world, keep my foot in the music world there with an intention, an eventual intention of it being what I do full time. So I guess my lesson there is if you are just topping what Michael said, if you are in a nine to five job right now, that's OK. What we are saying for the new year is imagine yourself, give yourself that that feeling of imagining what it is you're going to do in the new year. If you haven't already to do what you love on the side, yeah. at least to start. Then as you go through this process, you will find a way to eventually do things, multiple things that you love. And then maybe you'll be able to drop the nine to five job. But if, if what you do right now is a nine to five, there's nothing wrong with that. And, and there's yes. never anything wrong. The only thing you have to be careful of is making sure that um, you you have your foot in something else that'll eventually get you there. That's it. And it very, very well put. And then in terms of your current job, there's maybe modifications that you can make. Maybe there's a, a lateral or an up move you can make within your job that would shift how you do things. So if you're doing a very mundane a uh, daily task job, it's not going to be the best for you as a hunter type, guaranteed. You're not being, cause, and you're also, you're not optimizing your problem-solving abilities, your, just the skill set that tends to come with being hunter types, creative, creativity, those pieces. And if you haven't explored that, if you feel kind of just deadened, 
and you feel like oh, I'm not very creative. And I talked to some clients that are like that. It's part of that is just your health. You've got to just. I can tell you firsthand, my my whole life changed when I started focusing and taking responsibility for my health. And it's never too late to do it. And so, going into next year, then starting with if you've got the book, go to the life visioning chapter and start going through the exercises. So I would encourage you to look at the main areas, uh, life arenas that are listed in the book that I uh, borrowed from uh, Sonia Chiquette's uh, – I always forget the name of her book. Um, I'll come back to it. I always forget the name. Uh, So those are health and body, work, relationships, creative expression, finances, service, spirituality, home, travel and adventure and possessions. So taking each one of those categories and even just bulleting out, here's what the perfect, like here's my goals, here's, but more importantly, here's what it looks like to have those goals met. What does it look like? What's the vision for health and body? What do you feel like? I am now, like start each one of, each one of these with I am now dot, dot, dot. I am now you know, 160 pounds and feeling vibrant and healthy. Uh, I am now exercising three times a week and I'm loving it. Whatever it is, start each one of those, go through each one of those categories and just start, you know, picking this off. Take a little time off. If you're feeling overwhelmed by all of your current life right now, try to sneak away and even just start working on that exercise. Start a journal or start a file on your computer. Uh, again, all this is very spelled out in the life visioning chapter if you have the book. Uh, and then uh, can, creating a compelling vision for each of those. Um, and then it, even if you just start with a couple goals, that's great. Some of you may just write voluminously on each one of these, which is great. But then you got to start – then the next step is paring it down to digestible pieces so you can really start working on it. And, uh, one and note, again, one note, yes. if I could, because it just struck me. Remember, for those of you who've been along for the ride, even before maybe you got into reading this book and, and working on yourself, the new year also is a chance. I know it is for me. So full transparency. There are some things I just need to go back and revisit and, 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 and tweak and, and, and cause I've a little bit fallen off on those categories. So what we're talking about in the new year is not just for those of you that are new, and want to do this for the first time, for those of you who've been along for the ride, take the new year and see in these categories, such as the main life visioning areas, go back and visit and just be honest with yourself and say, I'm not doing bad, but where is it that maybe I could do some improvement? Or maybe if you're honest with yourself, you see you dropped off on some things. Not all the way. You haven't gone back to zero, but maybe you were at a nine and you went to a five. How do you bring it back up to an eight or a nine? That's it. Well put. And so going into what is the you, know, you you just mentioned it a while back. So the the bane of us hunter types, and it's wired into us. It's part of it's part of the the drive towards mastering something. That hyper focus, whatever that looks like to you, is repattering this thing where if it's not if you don't do something perfect, then you're like screw it, I'm just not going to do it. And then you just go fuck it, I'm just done. I'm just, I'm going to move on. And so this tendency, I can tell you, is universal with every single person I've ever worked with. And, you know, everyone has it to a degree, but 100 types have it through the roof. So repatterning this piece inside you that goes, okay, I slipped up, therefore I'm just giving up. 
and I'm going to go back because I, I only want it to be perfect or it's nothing at all. And so, again, this tendency has is healthy in the sense that if you're focusing on mastering a skill, that can help you stay with it and, and perfect. But then if you get to that place where yeah, I just got to give up, then obviously when you're talking about health and wellness and all these other things, like it, it, it's, it's deadly. So how part of the, the healing of this tendency is to start moving towards, okay, I, you, you start, so let's give an example. You start the year off and you're like, okay, that's it. I'm going to be running like, five times a week and you know hundred types tend to do this not all of us but many of us and we're like we're go overboard we're like we're gonna just do yep. i'm gonna do five times a week yep. and then i'm gonna have like an entrepreneurial group i'm going to you know two times a week and then what happens is one doesn't happen or you burn out and or and then then it's like forget it and then you just go back to your old patterns again and I, i'm laughing people, by the way i am laughing at myself and yeah. and many hunter type friends i have because this uh, the, the, this pattern you describe is just so funny to me that this is literally what we do and it's the beauty of it right it's it's what do we it's it's good it's healthy to laugh at yourself sometimes so yeah. when you were describing that i was thinking of when i first started wanted to work for myself in my own business when I came back off the road as a musician. Um, I was like, oh, well, to have your own business means X. I put it in this category, and I was, I was very hunter type about it. And yeah. I found myself by the second week of trying to have my own business that I had literally joined every business group <laughs> there was in San Diego. And I wasn't actually going out and looking for clients. I was like part of six groups, and it finally took one of them who had seen my name on another list said, you know, you really only need to join the one that's like closest to your area. You don't, you don't need to come to the one that's 20 miles away. So that's why I'm laughing. I mean, it's the beauty of being us. It really is. You that's right. To, yeah. and, and there's, it's just keeping it in check is the thing. Cause like that same tendency can make you very rich. I mean, and right. has made people right. very rich. Right. So like, it's not, you have to laugh at it and then you have to just kind of and I have to do daily kind of adjust to this. But so I think the, the big thing is you set those intentions. You and Oh, just as an aside note, I remember I just had a thought. So, I mean, th to give you an example of how other people perceive me, especially when I was younger, is I remember I telling one of my friends, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm starting to run, you know, going down to the beach and running. He's like, I can totally visualize what this is like. I like get up and I just run at full speed for like a quarter of a mile and then just collapse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's like someone that knows me really well. So I think there's so part of so how you shift this is you anticipate that there's going to be slip ups. You anticipate that you're going to start the year off with intentions and then you may get a quarter of them going mm -hmm. and that's fine. Like even 10% of them is fine. And you start to celebrate the wins that you do have and you start to build on those so that you can see you can start to pay attention to when you go, oh, okay, I just totally didn't do it this week. Therefore, now I'm just like sitting and watching TV at the end of the day and just zoning out <clears throat> or I'm self-medicating in ways that don't feel good to me. And only you know what that's like, but you, you know where I'm coming from on that. Mm -hmm. So these are the things to watch for going into the new year as you're making uh, intentions for the new year is to know that you're going to have more on the list than you probably will be able to maintain in any given time. And you're going to have to focus on a few of those. And then you, you learn to celebrate any wins that you have.
you know, the one thing about anticipating, it's something you said in our notes before, knowing who you are, anticipating this tendency, this, this tendency to, um, this pattern, if you will, of, of being into something, but then slipping up, going off routine. That's not, that's not the negative of being a hunter type. That's almost the thing of being human, but as hunter types, it's what we do when we fall down, which is then go all the way back. And right. one imagery I wanted to give to our friends out there is this, I did not make this up. I don't know who did, but it was passed on to me. So I want to pass it on is, um, pick, pick a category, exercise, eating, whatever. Let's, let's go with, let's go with food. Let's say you're put in a situation, um, you've been doing really well with your diet and it's a company party. Um, it's a family party. You didn't plan that day. You didn't plan your snacks out right. Um, and you overindulged. Okay. So you overindulged the untransformed hunter type, such as myself for years did this, that became a pattern of well, I overindulged there in that one meal. So now it's nighttime. Ah, uh, whatever. I screwed up today. I might as well screw up for dinner. Then the next morning, the, the next thing you know, literally three weeks has gone by and now you've been eating like crap for three weeks. That's yeah. the untransformed hunter type. The transformed hunter type, the one who's working on things constantly, sees that one meal, and this is the imagery that, that I didn't make up but was passed on to me, literally picture yourself as a boxer and that you just got hit, you went down, but the referee counted to eight. And when you got up, you got up and then you took over that boxing match again. It's only an eight count. Until you are knocked out, you can stand up again. And I'm telling you, this really worked for me a lot is I yeah. would slip up on something, but I would literally close my eyes and picture, okay, acceptance of what is. I just got knocked to the ground, but I got up at eight. I got up before the 10 count. It wasn't yeah. a TKO. Imagine yourself getting back up and getting back into that ring and taking over. And it'll happen again. I'm going to keep using this imagery. Then you might go down for seven. I actually started to use this as a system. I was like, well, I slipped up, but you know what? Actually, it wasn't that bad of a meal. It wasn't ideal. I think that was a five count. I started playing games with myself because the important part was metaphysically letting myself know that I'm back up. So I just wanted to share that. That's brilliant. And that's exactly it. And, and, and that's a muscle. That's a muscle yes. that I can tell you gets built over time. And it then starts to then move into <clears throat> often when you focus on health first, those same muscles that get you to get out and go for exercise or <clears throat> maybe don't eat this, but eat this, that starts to then there's a direct connection between that muscle and the muscle that goes, okay, I'm going to now call four people in relation to a project I'm working on, or I'm going to carve out this time this week for my own work. Like that, those same, that same muscle of self-discipline moves towards those things that you want to manifest. Those are completely interconnected. So the more you recognize that focusing on your health and wellness directly connects with you having more freedom and more financial abundance uh that's powerful and more like creative uh, satisfaction all those pieces all connect together and i can tell you 
undeniably that those times in my life that I was most focused on my health and wellness were have been the most successful times. And I've and I vacillate. There's times where I'm like really, really, really on my health, and sometimes that that I'm not as much. And I can see the difference. It's like you never. It's never perfect. You're never going to have it just right. But then you build up enough credit in the bank That's in terms it. of your own yes. ability to do this. That even those times when you slip up or you're you're tired and you take time off or whatever. You, you're able to get back up a lot quicker. In fact, regards to that, as, as we wrap up, we said it'd be short and sweet. An update from those of you that tuned back in last week because we had been out a while. And if you go back last week's podcast, you know the details of why I was out due to a family emergency. A quick update on that, which is right in line with this of this particular topic right now that we just were talking about. I was off my routine eating and exercise for three weeks. That's a long time for a hunter type to be out because that's when we tend to go all the way back to zero. Yeah. I, it wasn't an eight count. It was a nine and a half count. The ref almost <laughs> called the fight. I'm not going to kid you. The ref almost called the fight. But last week, I got up. And this week, I got back into the game, and I got back into my exercise routine. And there was a part of me that was like, man, I don't know. This is the longest I've gone since I started working on things without – it didn't matter. The The credit that you just said was built up was yeah. – was it made it so easy. It was no struggle now that I was home and not at the hospital, not having to worry about my dad – there was no struggle. The credit had built up and was like, it's Monday. This is when you would normally go to the gym. You don't have to be at the hospital today. You have no food to bring to anyone at the hospital running their shift. What are you going to do? You're going to do what you used to do. What you've been doing for a year now, three days, sometimes four days a week, you're going to go to the gym. So it was only a nine and a half count. So yeah. there's a real life example of something I wanted to share. <clears throat> Love it. Yeah. Love it. Um, in summary, uh, I love what we said in the beginning. I just want to go back to that, Michael. This is, this new year inspiration that we're working on is, yeah. it's really to me, we've mentioned a few things in the in the pre-opening. It's real. I love the way you put it. It's permission. Give yourself permission in 2016 yeah. to focus on what it is you love to do. Yeah. And, and to me, that summarizes it. Beautiful. Yeah. That's great. We are a small, small shop. Um, what, what this book is, what this project is. Help spread the word about Drummer in the Great Mountain. Reviews are really, really helpful. Um, yes. and, and that goes that goes a few ways. Leave a review on iTunes about the podcast. Leave a review on Goodreads about the book. Those yes. of you that have, thank you. Um, yeah. One thing I want to remind people of is, is um, Michael is constantly finding posts on people's personal blogs about us and this podcast. Yeah. We love that. That's what helps spread the word. That's what helps us, this service, this this podcast, what Michael and I get up every Saturday morning to do. Um, yes. We have families, we have lives, and I'm not, I'm not saying that for patting us on the back. I'm just letting you know this is such an inspiration to us. We love doing it, but the only yeah. way we know that it's making a difference, which is one thing that this podcast is giving both you and I, we've talked about this. This is our way yeah. of giving back. This is a service. Yeah. And it really helps when you're giving a service to know that people appreciate it. So get on Facebook. We have those um, social media links on drummerinthegreatmountain.com, all kinds of ways to engage. Michael reads your emails. Michael reads your tweets. Michael reads yeah. your feedback on Facebook. I hear about it all the time through him, what yeah. you guys are sharing. Get the word out. Let's build this community even stronger than what it is. And uh, you can also help by getting this info to different institutions, yes. social workers, progressive psychologists. Uh, Michael, you recently had a talk at a local library, I believe. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, lo local uh, Carlsbad Library here, and yeah, we've got some talks planned for for this coming year. So, and it's it, just to, to reiterate, yeah, mm -hmm. any any connections that that you feel would be beneficial for this information, like how we can make make contributions in, in other arenas, especially within. Uh, I've given some talks at schools that have that are now adopting this information, which is really exciting. Mm -hmm. um, please share, um, and also many of you are very creative. I I, I know some of you are in the creative. Um, careers please send over any suggestions you have in terms of marketing and getting the word out would love to hear it and one thing i want to put in there about your feedback is is um as, as the host and co-producer of this podcast what would be helpful to me is start in your feedbacks i mentioned this before but i feel like we're at a time where we can really be open to this let michael know via any of these vehicles of communication if there's a particular topic you want us to focus on, because I feel like, Michael, correct me if I'm wrong, if we get enough feedback on something, that's what's going to let us know what kind of expert guests to bring in on that topic. Yes, absolutely. And I think we're at a good point in the community with where we are. Let us know. You've kind of gone through the book. You've been through the podcast with us. Now you want to really get into the weeds, into the details of a particular topic. So let us know. Your creativity is going to help fuel the rest of this podcast and what we do with it. So, so keep that coming. Um, I'm inspired for the new year, my friend. Thank you. Uh, thank you as always for your time on a Saturday morning. Yeah, you as well. And uh, I, I hope everyone has a very uh, beautiful holiday season. I think we're going to try to get in one more podcast here before yes. Christmas. Um, so, um, but I hope everyone just stay, stay calm, find your center and uh, do those things that bring you joy. Beautiful. Well said. DrummerInTheGreatMountain.com is where you can find us. Um, as we said, social media links give us feedback. We want to hear your stories. We never share anything personal um, about your stories, but your stories of inspiration, of where you are, of your challenges, um, are what fuel the topics for the podcast. So keep those coming. And uh, as always, we say on the Drummer in the Great Mountain podcast, please take care of yourselves and your health. Be well.
Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is intended solely for the purpose of personal growth and not as a replacement for professional psychological support. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of this show are not meant to be taken as medical advice. It is very important to seek the help of a qualified medical practitioner when making any shifts to psychiatric medication you may be taking or if you are experiencing extreme psychological distress.